And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena, and happy Sunung Eve. Oh, no. <laughs> happy Wednesday to you, too. <laughs> I'm seeing images of students trying to, you know, take out the trash, as in the years and years of studying materials. And I guess oh. that's the final step. Get ready for Sunung. <laughs> It's still too early to throw that kind of material <laughs> even a day before. <laughs> Everyone has different strategies. Remember taking oh, your college true. entrance exam or the equivalent of it? I threw well, it the out. The equivalent of yeah. it yes, in the yes. UK, yes. Yeah. But it's a slightly different system uh, over there in the UK. <laughs> it's not all done in one day. It's done mm. according to a schedule. So you do get a few days in between uh, some subjects and exams to you know, do some last minute revision. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> in Korea, maybe some people might be uh, logging their uh, materials with them on the way to the exam. That too. Uh, last minute uh, <laughs> revision to, uh, for the exam. But, um, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the images were striking and it got my attention so I thought I would share. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, All right. We'll be on to that in a minute, won't we? Yes, we will. Um, uh, prepping for a Sunning. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, as we've been alluding to, uh, the president is ready to embark on his four-day trip to the United States today. This is our first keyword of the day. Yoon in U.S. So President Yoon is heading to San Francisco to attend APEC and the IPEF summits. He will also hold bilateral meetings with other world leaders attending the forum. So what can we expect at this point? Right, so uh, he will participate in the APEC summit in San Francisco. That's kind of the main summit that's happening over there between uh, Wednesday and Saturday. The summit itself actually kicked off last Saturday for a seven-day run. So Yoon is actually joining the party uh, a bit late. Now, this marks the first time, actually, that Yoon will participate in the uh, APEC gathering. Uh, he's expected to emphasize South Korea's contributions to overcoming the climate crisis, uh, the importance of preserving uh, the free trade system and the solidarity among APEC member countries. He also plans to emphasize the security implications of an arms deal between uh, North Korea and mm. Russia during the APEC summit as well. He was speaking to AP in an interview where he made those comments. Now, the office has not disclosed, uh, the top office has not disclosed whether bilateral talks with uh, the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, will take place still. Um, he'll also, uh, he's also set to attend a summit of the US-led Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, or IPEF, on Thursday. Uh, the presidential office said the IPEF summit will assess the progress it has made in the uh, negotiations and discuss specific plans for cooperation. Now, the IPEF is considered a platform to counter the China-led Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, or uh, RCEP. Now, whether Yoon's attendance to that summit will hinder any chances of him uh, meeting Xi Jinping remains to be unseen. Of mm. course, China aren't very happy with the, that uh, Chinese equivalent uh, because that US-led initiative is seen as kind of a counter to that right. RCEP uh, initiative. Now, Seoul's foreign ministry has said there is Still no specific plan for the Korea-China summit meeting yet, and coordination is ongoing, but no specific details have been decided, so we're still in the dark at the moment. Uh, meanwhile, also, Yoon is set to give a lecture at Stanford University on Friday with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. The joint lecture will cover topics related to Korea-Japan's collaboration in high-tech fields, as well as Korea-US-Japan mm. relations. I guess that makes sense in the heart of Silicon Valley. All right, we'll move on to our second keyword of the day. 
United response. So South Korea and the UN commander pledged a united response in case of any renewal of hostilities by North Korea. Can you tell us the details? Right. The joint statement came after a meeting in Seoul involving the U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, as well as uh, his South Korean counterpart Shin Won-shik and other officials from 16 other countries under the UNC. The meeting came a day actually after uh, Shin and Austin held annual defense talks. Now, in the statement, the defense ministers and other representatives of the UNC strongly condemned what they called North Korea's unlawful nuclear ballistic missile programs. They said it violated multiple UN Security Council resolutions. Uh, the statement also called for Pyongyang to recommit to diplomacy aimed at defusing the nuclear standoff. And they also declared they will be united upon any renewable uh, renewal rather of hostilities or armed attack of the Korean Peninsula. Uh, she said the North would face a strong response from the international community centered on the UN command if it ever attempts to invade the South again. Uh, he also issued a veiled warning against Pyongyang's growing alignment with Russia and China uh, as well. He said if the countries that supported North Korea during the Korean War offer to do so again, they too will face the same punishment as North Korea. Now, South Korea has also posted deep in cooperation uh, with the UNC and share joint training and exercises with the United States, with member states. Um, uh, President Yoon also praised the UNC's role in maintaining the armistice mm -hmm. and promoting peace and stability on the Korean Peninsula. The message was uh, delivered not directly, but indirectly by the Defense Minister for Defense uh, Policy, Hategun. Uh, also, South Korea could partially suspend or reportedly suspend a 2018 inter-Korean military agreement should the North conduct uh, a third attempt to launch mm. a spy satellite. They call it a spy satellite in the UN's uh, eyes. Uh, it's basically another ICBM. But mm. um, yeah, there's uh, even more preparations and more harsh warnings should such an attempt be made. All right. And on to our third keyword of the day. New cities. So let's see if we can revamp the cities on the outskirts of Seoul as they are quickly aging. President Yoon has urged lawmakers to pass a bill aimed at, in fact, redevelopment of first-generation new towns, including Ilsan and Pundang. It doesn't feel new anymore, does it? What's the latest? Yeah, so these are, yeah, first-generation new towns. <laughs> so they were at a point, uh, newly developed, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Mm. So basically, the president wants a kind of a an update to that kind of development mm. of those areas. And he urged active discussions in the National Assembly for its passage before uh, the year end. The bill has actually been in limbo in Parliament for quite a while okay. uh, now. So the president basically wants it to be um, discussed uh, speedily. Now, the bill is basically a special law for old city uh, redevelopment. Uh, this law with parts for uh, easier reconstruction and other improvements might gain speed in the December 9th parliamentary session. Uh, you emphasize that this law is vital to transform old cities into future ones. The Democratic Party, interestingly, once hesitant due to real estate concerns, is now kind of showing support, uh, potentially leading to a swift approval by the year's end. Now, the law covers areas with 20 plus years of development and over 1 million uh, square meters. If approved, these areas get eased regulations for redevelopment, a lot of red tape being taken down. Um, Ilsan, Pundang, like you mentioned, as well as Hange, Moktong, uh, and more could benefit. Uh, Moktong is not on the outskirts, it's pretty much in central uh, Seoul, but right. uh, it's more famous for 
um, a lot of uh, these private academies and right. it's kind of an education centric uh, kind of town within Seoul. And there's a lot of one way streets uh, where oh, a lot of taxis yes. hate to go. I almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, driving there is hellish. And uh, I think uh, you would know because you live there. <laughs> I live near there and I did have to uh, go there uh, quite often. But uh, yeah, it's hell to drive. So I think maybe mm. in part of that redevelopment plan, Maybe revamping those roads, mm. hopefully, might be one of those plans. But uh, yes, anyway, the government is preparing, uh, preparing a master plan for these areas uh, by next year, regardless uh, of the law's timing. And local governments subsequently aim to complete their basic plans by mid-2024 based on this uh, master plan. So we'll have to see if any mm. of these do come into fruition. But of course, it does need uh, to be passed in Parliament. But it seems now that both parties... Uh, on both sides of the aisle are in support of it. So mm. we'll have to see if there, if there is any passage of the bill or mm -hmm. if some mm -hmm. of the details are still up for discussion. Okay, I mean, the political climate has changed, let's be honest, from March to now. So maybe that mm. might benefit some of these neighborhoods. We'll have to wait and see. Let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Financial scam crackdown. So the government plans to crack down on illegal financial activities until the first half of next year. It's always been there, but they've formed a task force to tackle this issue. What's the latest? Yeah, this task force has actually been in uh, or has been formed uh, for quite a while now. Sure. But uh, it'll look into such crimes for that special crackdown period. Now, the government will strictly apply debt collection laws related to uh, illegal debt collection and prosecute any confirmed illegal acts without exception. Uh, they'll actively apply the um, and enhance the tracking of money from illegal financial crimes. Additionally, they plan to immediately carry out tax investigations related to illegal finance. They are considering expanding the budget for debtor representative support programs. The government declared what is called a special eradication period for uh, illegal finance until the first half of next year. Uh, the policy includes applying a zero tolerance principle throughout the entire process from reporting, regulation and crackdown to strengthening penalties, recovering illegal profits, as well as compensating or preventing damages. Now, this initiative comes after President Yoon made strong statements about uh, illegal finance not that long ago. Mm -hmm. uh, the task force held a quarterly meeting to regularly check the progress of follow-up measures to Yoon's uh, call. Now, in this meeting, the National Tax Service and the Prosecutor's Office uh, also uh, participated as well. There has been a lot of financial irregularities and scams and frauds mm. happening, uh, the most prevalent of which lately has been Chunze or these uh, rental scams that, mm -hmm. have been having, uh, that have been happening. A lot of uh, tenants not able to get their deposits back, uh, their security key money back uh, mm. from uh, landlords. That's been a very um, uh, controversial right. uh, and concerning issue of late. I'm looking to move house lately as well. Uh, and it's uh, looking at whether a lot of these landlords have debt uh, in these properties. Right. Because uh, you can Ninja access Interim. that, yeah. right? You can access that information right. uh, to double check. In fact, if yes. the Chanze uh, product, should I say, the mar on the market yeah, is right. trustworthy, right? Yeah, yeah. So they are available from your realtor if right. you ask for it. And uh, yeah, that's one of the kind of 
things that a lot of tenants look for if right. uh, the landlords do have a lot of debt tied in right. or mortgages tied into the property that you want to rent out. Uh, so, yeah, a lot more people are keeping a keen eye on that more so than ever uh, nowadays. And this initiative also um, wants to crack down on things like loan sharks, right? That were, right. Um, yeah. of course, you've seen the devastating headlines on them trying to extract money from those who mm-hmm. had borrowed money, usually at a, a debt that is impossible to pay back. Yeah, that's right. So that's also another uh, mm. kind of area of concern, excessive use of force, mm. uh, amounting to almost illegal assault when it comes to these loan sharks. But um, yeah, it, it, we are in a nation that is high in household debt. And so mm. a lot of these loan sharks are kind of running rampant at the moment. All right, we'll see what the task force is able to uh, cover. Let's move on to our final keyword of the day. Soon in preparation. So there's only a day left until the National College entrance exam and measures will be in place to allow minimal disturbance. It happens every time around this time of the year. It surprises foreigners. It doesn't surprise us anymore that we ground (laughs) planes for this make or break exam, does it? I think uh, it'll be hard to find another country that where uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the whole nation kind of comes to a standstill uh, when it comes to these uh, college exams. So yes, it is. It was a kind of a culture shock to me when I first mm. uh, knew about it as well. And a lot of foreigners are taken aback by it. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it is uh, unique to Korea. Uh, and speaking of which, aircraft takeoffs and landings. Uh, will be restricted for 35 minutes between 1.05 p.m. to 1.40 p.m. tomorrow during the English listening evaluation portion. Uh, So they're basically hovering in the air for that period while um, people uh, or the test takers uh, are doing that listening exam. During the period, operating schedules of 94 flights will be adjusted. So um, you can imagine all these planes uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> hovering uh, in the air. Now, government offices <laughs> and uh, some private companies will also delay their usual start times to 10 a.m. from uh, 9 a.m. Uh, illegal parking around test centers will be strictly enforced as well. A two-kilometer radius around the test center will be designated as a concentrated traffic management zone to secure entry roads as well. Local authorities and relevant agencies will focus on noise reduction measures to allow test takers, uh, of course, to concentrate. Construction work near test centres will be restricted or are requested to halt, and large trucks will be asked to detour to prevent noise. Um, transportation associations have been requested to minimise noise as well, such as avoiding the use of horns. In addition, emergency medical services will be stationed at various locations Mm. to immediately transport any test takers or emergency patients. Also, um, police cars will also be uh, usually on standby to uh, get test takers to their testing venues if they are late. But they shouldn't be. You should be well prepared and leave the house early. (laughs) Things happen, Uh, Adam. Things happen. (laughs) Things do happen, yes. (laughs) But just in case they're on standby, uh, uh, during the listening test as well, fire trucks will also refrain from using sirens when Mm. passing near the test centre to minimise noise as well. Um, Yeah, uh, for me... Uh, my advice to these students is these exams aren't the be-all and end-all of life. Uh, <laughs> it's something that is usually 
take it for granted when it comes to these exams. Uh, so, yes, if you fail in these exams or you don't do as well as you hoped, it's not the end of everything. So We promise you it's get, not. It's just always, a beginning. Yeah, you always get another <laughs> shot as well uh, the following year. Uh, you have a, numerous chances and numerous ways of getting into university and uh, you have a lot of <laughs> options available for your life. But anyway, the best of luck to those who are taking it tomorrow. I think a simple good luck ought to do. Thank you very much, Adam. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Sooning Day. <laughs> If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.